Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to share something that I found very inspiring and very hopeful um, just recently. And I just wanted to share it really quick because it might be something that you also find very inspiring and worthwhile learning about. So I've been doing this podcast for four years and I've mentioned different groups of people that tend to develop complex PTSD, very like typical situations. So one might be human trafficking and another one um, would be uh, prisoners of war is another example. And so I I had mentioned that recently and that I was going to study that and do a podcast episode about it. Well, I wanted to share something just very inspiring that I wasn't actually expecting to come across um, in regards to doing a little bit of research about this. And there were two books that I checked out today in regards to prisoners of war. And one is called Counting the Days by Craig Smith. It's Prisoners of War's Internees and Stragglers of World War II in the Pacific. And then another one I picked out is one I'd already told you about by Felice Benuzzi. It's called No Picnic on Mount Kenya. And these are both related to different areas during World War II. So one is in the Pacific um, and the other one is in East Africa. And the, uh, the thing I wanted to point out that I found inspiring is both books describe something I wasn't expecting to see, and that is the resilience of a a lot of the people who go through something like that. So people in times of war who are put in a prisoner of war camp, and I would specifically have to point out the, the camaraderie that they build or the friendship or support that they find from the other prisoners, the people that they're in a prison camp with. Um, I just was not, that didn't even cross my mind when I thought of a prisoner of war camp. Um, For whatever reason, I just thought of uh, total isolation. I don't know why I thought of that. Um, And that's not to say that obviously that that has not happened before. Obviously it has, um, being completely isolated, but um, like solitary confinement type stuff. But I just wasn't expecting the the support from, from being in there with other prisoners, prisoners of war. Um, and I wanted to say it's very, it was very inspiring. And a couple of these books, they also mentioned the people who went through the experience. And then after the war, their ability to thrive and live a life and survive, um, and, you know, just live on with life. And it reminded me a lot of growing up with trauma and living under the thumb of like a narcissistic abusive person in a very dysfunctional environment when so much of the rest of the world is living maybe happy normal situations and you're not um that's what it reminded me of and then also the camaraderie reminded me if you ever go through stuff like that with a sibling or you have a close friend or maybe a a foster sibling that you grew up with or whoever it might be, um, you know, having that, that, um, 
sense of you're going through it together is a huge, huge deal. It reminded me a little bit of the movie Flowers in the Attic. And that is really the only movie that I can think of, aside from, I told you guys, um, The Color Purple, where it's, she's going through a, it's a long-term domestic abuse situation on that movie, The Color Purple, from the time she's a teenager, she marries a grown man, and it's a long-term marriage of just, it's just a nightmare marriage, pretty much, um, abusive. But in the Flowers in the Attic, which is a novel, those are both novels, um, you know, Prisoner of War Camp is a, a nonfiction thing. Um, you know, these aren't just stories. But in Flowers in the Attic and Color Purple, particularly Flowers in the Attic, that's kids. It's teenagers and kids who live a normal life until they're a certain age and then they get locked up and they're imprisoned for a number of, I would guess, years in the in the book or in the movie. I've only ever seen the original movie of that flowers in the attic, but those kids had each other, like they were going through it together. Um, you know, they, they had that camaraderie and knowing that they were in a situation that something was massively wrong and they still had each other to talk to and have that support from one another. That's a really huge deal. Um, so I can't imagine going through like what I went through without having someone else there around my own age who is going through it too. I cannot imagine that. Um, if like if you're an only child or if you're going through it solely alone as a kid and teenager, I cannot imagine that. I, I'm not sure where your support would come from besides your friends um, and maybe some teachers or maybe a neighbor, a neighbor can be a, an extremely valuable asset if you're going through something like that. Because a lot of times neighbors pick up on stuff like that um, more so than I think, you know, even if you're in the home, maybe even more so than you realize. I do think neighbors pick up on that stuff. Um, but yeah, these, I just wanted to say you might find a lot of inspiration from reading about these things and again these are the two books that I found so maybe these two books are a little bit more inspiring than some of the other ones about prisoner of war situations um, but it definitely gives a good perspective for one reason these these things were in the 1940s these two particular situations because these both are about World War II um, so you're getting a perspective from people who went through this you know in the 1940s, so um, 70 plus years ago, if my math is right. So you're you're getting you're getting a, um, a historical viewpoint of a people in a long-term trauma situation, and you know how they how they got through it and their resilience and how they lived after they got out of it. And it's very hopeful. Um, I, I just was not expecting that whatsoever. So. I just wanted to share those two books. Again, one is called Counting the Days, and the other one is called No Picnic on Mount, Mount Kenya. Um, uh, I just was not expecting them to be inspiring. I, I really was not. Um, I was expecting them to be very, um, I don't know, I guess just something opposite of what they are. There, there obviously is a lot of tragic stuff that they talk about because it's a prisoner of war camp, right? Um, 
but there's this uh, resilience that they also talk about and this will to survive and live their lives after they go through this horrible situation, um, long-term situation. You know, some of these people are in these camps for years. And I just wanted to share that there's this very, very specific, relatable side to them. And it's very, very specific because, again, it is long-term trauma. So it relates really well to this podcast in that sense that it is long-term trauma. But again, I find them incredibly inspiring. So I wanted to share that. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.